1: Night Punk and Wind Killer Inc.
0: We would be honored if you would join.
1: Chatter-day podcast i'm your host good night punk and with me here, and with me sometimes <laughs> is wink
2: what's up wink? oh Uh, oh, just another day with fabulous internet um
1: just living in a world of technology
2: I, I don't even have words for how frustrated i am it's just you can't do anything around here it's it's unbelievable um it's. I, it kind of makes me wonder with all the stay-at-home stuff,
1: how other people are functioning to do their work around you.
2: Yeah. If they are, if
1: they are staying home. Yeah. yeah. Well,
2: that might be why my internet's sucking. Actually, no, not really. But uh, I am still so <laughs> anxiously come on. It's not anywhere awaiting the lines. fiber. It is. I'm hoping soon. So. Um, as I mentioned in the live stream, we just streamed some GAC. Uh, I think you got what, a 1901, I got a 1916. Uh, so we did yep. pretty well, experimented and tested a few teams. Um, but I am, this is the birthday episode. There's one podcast episode that's directly, well, not directly, but that always lands between your birthday and mine so uh to you sir i say happy birthday yours was yesterday and mine will be next saturday so um
1: happy birthday to you sir yeah
2: Our early birthday
1: yeah i don't know what the early version of belated is so happy early birthday
2: i think that's what it would be you
1: look great for
2: 40 i do i really do <laughs> um so I'm really hoping that I, f- that for the love of God, it, like the best birthday present would just be them taking another fifty something dollars a month from me and giving me internet service. It's like, come on, people, come on! It's so frustrating because currently I use an AT and T hotspot. I don't have great cell phone signal at my house, so if I had great cell phone signal, uh, that would probably be fine, but. Um it's not, so I am anxiously awaiting the fiber, and hopefully soon um, oh man, whenever we get to the point where like where
1: my wi fi goes down to my house, I live at the base of the Santan mountains in Arizona, and there's no a t t coverage here, so what if when my wi fi goes out, I am You're off screwed. the grid living yeah, yeah. <laughs> that
2: don't sound fun, gotta be honest,
1: it's yeah, I feel like I'm in the middle of Oklahoma somewhere.
2: Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. It's uh, <laughs> pretty barren around here. So, yeah. Um, I want, oh, you know what? I was
1: thinking for intro things. So, um, I know people hate this, but I'm going to ask you how do you feel right now about the Green Bay draft?
2: Uh, I was going to say we talk about the draft after, but do, do you want me to get into this?
1: No, no, no,
2: Because I already know by what you just said. That, Actually, uh, you'll probably be surprised. Um, but we'll talk about we'll talk about that here. We'll talk about that last thing on the show because we might go a little lengthy on that part. Because um,
1: that sounds like a smart idea. It's, it's for all those fault. that do not care. Yeah.
2: So, so. Uh, we we'll won't go ahead and just jump into things.
1: I wanted to mention one more thing. I didn't get a chance to read it before the podcast, so I can't really comment on it, but I did hear there was some kind of new TV show or movie announced for Star Wars this week, so I'm going to have to look into that.
0: Oh, really? I heard
1: that also that people aren't uh, excited about it. It's put together by the people that did Russian Doll on Netflix, if you watch that. Never heard of it. It was basically... A TV series version of Groundhog Day as far as I saw. Hmm. I watched like the first four episodes, but I didn't finish it because it just wasn't that engaging to me. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's what I've seen, Joker. Very uh Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I gotta read uh, the, I gotta yeah, read some news articles yep. and everything else.
0: We'll so.
1: see. We'll see. I'll talk about it next week. Be cool. interesting. But uh, yeah.
2: Let's uh let's let's do this thing hey guys what did you do in swoga this week oh oh. very boring week in swoga um last week was crazy for me but this week a little less exciting i did however get malik up to relic five it is so nice to have him relic and be done with that because he's been a That's been a big hole in my roster for so long, and now that is done. He's he's probably going to stay at Relic 5. I am using him in my arena team. Uh, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren, Kylo Ren Unmasked, First Order Officer Hux, and Malak. That is my arena team, and it is pretty awesome um i've pretty much been staying top 20 which almost never happens like a lot of the gas teams there are people that fall to the 40s and 50s which is about where i was falling prior i was going mid 30s and so uh, saving a refresh a day and doing less battles and it's just absolutely fantastic um so i'm a big fan of that the other thing i did is i zated stark i can God, I can't remember who it was in Podcast Discord, but we were kind of talking about this, and I kind of started looking. I was like, you know, it's pretty good Zeta. Um, one thing that I never realized about his Zeta is that the turn mirror reduction actually happens at the end of his turn. So after everything has been done, even if you do something with that, with that within his turn that gives turn mirror to the other team, at the end of his turn, he removes turn meter, knocks him back down 10%. So... That creates a huge window for your team to get going. Um, if you have a super fast start, but you're not able to hit that speed threshold with your with the rest of your characters to get them to go like right after that, Zeta opens up a huge window where no one can go, and you can kind of get all your characters to go into that spot. Um, I may do a video here sometime soon about modding for that and just Imperial troopers in general uh, that. That would probably be kind of useful, but um, kind of digging that Zeta. It's a lot better than I thought it was. I wanted to do it for a while, but it's actually quite. So it's good. funny.
1: It's funny how you can go back and look at Zetas where you were like, "Nope, not gonna happen" back in the day, and you'd be yeah. like, "Okay, now yeah, that we're kind of sure. getting to a." Granted, a lot of new characters like Galactic Legends that take six freaking Zetas.
0: Yeah, you crazy. gotta
1: kind of have a stockpile, but a lot of I do. It does seem like a lot of people end up stockpiling lately so you start looking at some of these other zetas you weren't looking at the luxury zetas i guess you would call them that you weren't looking at before and i'd say he was probably one of them but one that's a good one so yeah he's one i've always wanted
2: to do just never pulled the trigger because you know but um kind of digging it can't wait to actually use it should be fun uh but I remodded him a bit, added some potency for that turn meter reduction, because um, I think that turn meter reduction is just freaking huge. Um, and then I did some just remodding in general on a few characters, optimized my B2, I changed a Grievous up some, uh, just moved a, you know, moved a few mods here and there to kind of optimize a few teams, which was, um, I don't know, pretty typical week, but... I am looking forward to uh, digging a little bit more into the um, the Imperial Troopers because I would like to start using them a little bit more, make Stark a little bit faster, and really make that kind of one of my core teams in GAC because it has so much potential for killing stuff and the protection oh, yeah. recovery is next to none. It is absolutely fantastic. So um, I'm kind of digging that team.
1: Oh, makes sense, man. I As have always. It's
2: going. I was gonna say, it's
1: always. it's Troopers are just a fun team to play, and they're one I've always wanted to have, but never had the time or never taken the time to gear up because I pretty much need to gear them all up to yeah. make that team. Well, so there's
2: a couple you can get by with a little bit lower gear levels. Um, you know, ranged trooper's a beast, like that dude's good, but. I ran snow trooper gear 11 for a long time and he was fantastic to me. The key is death trooper. Um, just because he can prevent revives, increase cooldowns. Death trooper is like, if you're going to make one, like your main damage dealer should be death trooper just because of everything he has in his kit, and then build the rest of the team around synergizing with him. And then snow trooper, you know, doesn't really need speed just a lot of offense. So he's another one that you can kind of do that with, um, But uh, yeah, pretty pretty fun team. Um, One other thing I want to mention that is somewhat related to this show, but not necessarily swaga. I went and bought the lumber for my new desk. I am going to be doing a uh, black walnut and epoxy table here pretty soon. So this. This lovely beast is going to go because I hate seeing here because it has a stupid drawer beneath me. It's incredibly uncomfortable. So I'm pretty excited <laughs> to get too. Rid of this thing <laughs> and get a get a new desk. I'm I, I am pumped. Um Yeah, no doubt. So all right, sir. What did very what nice, did very you nice. do? Did you negotiate any unlocks this week or anything?
1: Oh, well done. Yes, I did. I uh You know what's funny is I've been sitting at 140 out of 145 for a long time on Negotiator, and it just hasn't been a priority to unlock, at least not in my head. And I was just looking, and I have 12.5k get to currency. So I could have unlocked it a while ago and probably had it for GAC this time. Yeah. But I was, you know, going through buying my stuff for my. For my normal refresh looks, and uh, I'm like, oh crap! Why don't I, why haven't I done this? So I unlock Negotiator. So round four of GAC, I'll have Negotiator for defense now. So that should help a little bit better. Well, I mean, it might help a little bit better. My my Thrawn uh, Han Thrawn Han uh, Houndstooth team has never gotten to defense. Probably never will, to be honest. Yeah. Fleet defenses don't seem to do new. Great. Nope, um, not generally. But yeah, so I'm going to try out Negotiator next GAC and see how that goes. And I actually have it now for Territory Wars. So that'll be nice. Um, yeah, but pretty crazy. I was sitting there. I probably was sitting ready to unlock for a week and a half now. Yeah. Just realized it yesterday. Nice. So. I got Negotiator. I am uh, actually... I just did my... I just did my Cantina Battles to try to do this right this second so I could say this, but I'm missing one piece of signal data and I'm Ah. waiting for a few more uh, recoveries or I'll just do some refreshes on Cantina Battles to get it. But I... Like I said, I'm... One signal data away from a relic 7 Kylo Ren. So
2: nice. I like it.
1: I've almost got that done. And I think I said this on the GAC stream. I'm 35 uh Gear 12 finisher salvage from a Relic fox. So he's awesome. That that'll get me to the point where I'm ready for. I'll be... Phase 1 and Phase 2 will be done of the Galactic Legends requirements. Okay. Um, but that also creates a fully out-reliced First Order team for my GAC, which I put on defense, so that helps out a lot, too. So I'm looking forward to that.
2: It's pretty good on defense, surprisingly. does Does pretty well.
1: I feel like there was something else this week that I wanted to mention... Gosh, what was it? There was something else, but now—oh, now I remember. I, at some point, I don't remember when, I hit the five million mark on my account. So, oh, nice. I've hit the five million GP uh, mark on my account. Heck yeah! Which I don't—I don't know how I'm so far behind everyone else that's had their accounts as long as I have, but the arena. Yeah, just hit. Well, I mean. What do you have all your characters at 85? No. Okay, so I know there's a lot. Okay, so there's a lot of a lot of my characters are not geared, not uh leveled, and not abilities put onto them. So if I were to do that, I feel like I would move up at least to... man, two hundred thousand seems even a little high.
0: Yeah, I don't it, know. It, it's pretty there's amazing. a lot of
1: GP lost there yeah. because uh when I got um my alt account, everything was at 85, everything had its abilities, and that account was like 600,000 above my main. My main is above my alt now. Um, but yeah, I felt like that was one of the main things that had his account so high for GP. So yeah, well, I'm i to mean, play with that a little bit this week, but we'll gear,
2: see. Gear 13 and relics make a pretty big difference. Um, I'd be curious to compare mine and your roster and just kind of see what the difference is. On a lot of those things, uh, you know, with like one of these bots or something, Um, that might be something fun to do after the show. But uh, uh, I am at five point eight. I think I just got there this week. Whenever I took Malik, I say you
1: must have because last I looked, you were five point seven. So there you go. (laughs) Yeah. So I remember now. It wasn't the five million GP I was going to say. It was the fact that I have gone. Over the last five days, I've gone one, 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 two, one in arena. Oh,
2: hell yeah! So,
1: I'm back to playing arena, and I I'm doing like that again.
2: It makes so, a huge difference. Those the crystal income. Jeez, I mean, it's crazy.
1: I was down to like 500 crystals, and just by you know playing for the last five days in arena, I'm up to like thirty three thousand something. Because I was yeah. making sure I'm above fifty in Fleet Arena as well, so I'm still getting crystals there too. Adding all those together, it's just ridiculous how much you can get. Yeah. I know everyone knows this already, but when I can actually take the time to do it, it's just a reminder. And which yep. is pretty much why I continue to do it now.
2: Oh, for so. sure. I, I'm able to finish top in arena both arenas, fortunately, and I get, you know, eight hard crystals a day plus at least plus dailies and stuff, so I mean, I'm able to do three Cantina refreshes. I'm doing six regular energy refreshes and three of the fleet energy refreshes. I'm kind of staying at a static spot on crystals, but um, I'm able to get all those refreshes, which is pretty nice um, because I am farming a few things. Uh, I'm trying to get Watt to, uh, you know, gear 13 um, and get the stuff so that I can get the ultimate mats for Kylo, so... That's kind of my goal. Um, you, you I men- won't mention. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Because I'm going to do a slide. I, was say,
1: I won't mention too much about my alt account. I just wanted to mention this. I did get Rose Tico to relic one and put her Zeta on her this
2: week. Oh, nice. Very exciting. Yeah.
1: So I have <laughs> all of the resistance. I have all the resistance that you need to have relic. Uh, at gear 13 on my alt account, uh, besides the two new ones, and I guess veteran smuggler uh, Chewbacca, considering he just got the resistance tag. So, all yeah. I need to do, all I need to relic now on my alt account is the two new people get their shards and veteran smuggler Chewbacca, and I'm in a pretty good spot on that account.
2: Hell yeah, so, I like it.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. I have more gear 13s ready for Galactic Legends on my alt than I have on my main.
2: <laughs> your all was in a pretty good spot, though.
1: Yeah, so. that's not no lie. They were all gear 11 to start, so... Right. Including the veterans, so... Veter- veteran snuggler. <laughs> uh, every time I read it, it makes me laugh.
2: Um. So I got a question <laughs> for you, and this... You unlocking Negotiator this week kind of made me want to ask, in addition to something I was thinking about this week, and that is uh, your... Get currency like what are you doing with it and why the thing that made me ask is I can't like I talked to a lot of people and so many people seem to hoard the you know guild event tokens and I have been spending them like crazy. Um, I'm basically broke on get one and get two. All I have is what we just got from this last territory battle, which we got 17 stars. What, what? Um, Very (laughs) exciting stuff. Uh, So what, what do you do with it? I have been spending it like crazy. And I know so many people hoard. And I have to say I have been absolutely shocked with how much more I am enjoying the game by spending my currency because I am buying Kairos I am buying gear 12 finishers and I am actually with get one or get two uh, with get two but I've been spending uh, get one also um, you fall right into my you fall right into my suggestion
1: for people if we're looking back with 2020 vision. Because okay. I well, I don't know that you're there yet, but if I were to go back and do it again, I would say get Negotiator seven star and just unlock Malevolence at five star and then use it on gear. And the reason okay. I say that is because Negotiator at seven stars in Light Side GOTB is huge. I don't know about yes. you, because you have him, you can use him in the fleet battles. I cannot. I, I cannot win anything. in in light side GOTB as far as fleet goes
2: I got three CM's this time we went six out of six in the first platoons which helped but still beat all three CM's
1: yeah that's exactly my point in dark side GOTB you can only use malevolence in phase four you can't use them in any other phase so as far as GOTB goes for malevolence it really doesn't help there If you're using him in arena, in my opinion, having him at five star is just as good as having him at seven star. You get the extra, you get the extra reinforcement at seven stars. But I never, ever, ever use it with that ship. Yeah. Like at the most, I'll use two reinforcements with Malevolence, and that's it. So getting that seventh star, the return for that seventh star is not that big. Besides you know, a a small amount of stats that you get. So as far as get two goes, if I were doing it from scratch, I would get negotiator seven star and I would get malevolence to five star. And then I would start spending it the same way you do.
2: And it, it, it has made a huge difference. Uh, like I said, it's more fun gearing up characters. I don't care about ships. I'll unlock malevolence eventually. Maybe, I don't care at this point, though. Like, I want to get Watt to gear 13, and I will spend every bit of that damn get-to on Kairos to do that before I will buy a shard for Malevolence. I'm not saying Malevolence is a bad ship. It's a great ship, and that's fine. You can't say that but,
1: because it's amazing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but <laughs> I just... I, I, Whenever I start hoarding, I start hating this game. Not hating... It becomes so much less fun. It is so much more fun when you know you are gearing characters. You know, due to lack of content, but you know, whenever you're working on gearing these characters, especially whenever you're spending that currency and you're getting to gear stuff that you kind of want to gear, not that you feel like you're forced to gear. Um, like once
1: you get a galactic legend, and you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Exactly. I can. I can imagine how much more fun that is than what I'm doing.
2: It's. It's great very freeing um but yeah yeah, that i mean that does playing the game the way you want what but i would want to do that i mean all all that get to that i spent is why i got galactic legend kylo me not having malevolence is a big part of why i have galactic legend kylo at this point because i had a lot of get to and i was dumping every bit of it as fast as i could over the past several months um
1: yeah that makes sense so i don't think it's uh I mean, I don't think it's a bad strategy. It's it, it, Once you get... For me, I've unlocked Negotiator. I'm taking it to seven stars. The problem is I did Malevolence first, so I got that to seven stars, and now I feel like yeah. I have to get Negotiator because of the fact that it's so useful in Light Side GOTB. Malevolence, on the other hand, isn't. Now, if you listen to the show, you know I love Malevolence, so I yeah. do not feel bad about getting it, but you know it's it's a much once i once i finish off those two ships man i'm not saving it i'll be using it on gear like crazy as far as get one goes i'm still weary of anything with I, you know they're going to do it again at some point so i am only bu- i i'm not completely Probably. not spending get one but i will buy uh stun guns i will buy uh certain other Hard to get pieces of gear that are there for get one yeah. without worrying about it while still hoarding get one. I think I'm up to like twenty thousand already while still spending it on those types of things. So I mean you can still spend it and gear at hoard at the same time. So that's what I do. I'm buying negotiator shards and and get one is almost exclusively stun guns right now.
2: Yeah. So cool. All right. Well, I thought that'd be a fun discussion. Um, but now we will move along. Strong with us. This update is Young Padawans. Oh, the updates.
1: Oh, do I long for updates where there was more than just marquees introduced with packs? Man, there's nothing ever in these updates anymore. No. Like you used to maybe... I'm. I didn't expect it, but it—I was never surprised when there was a small quality of life update mixed in with each update. Like it almost always ended up with something going on in these updates. But lately, it's just here's the characters, here's the packs. That's the end of the update. Now they did do some buck, fi- buck, bug fixes, which is nice. But yeah, as far as any real content beyond marquees, there was nothing there. But there were marquees. So, it is important to mention that. So,
2: well, at this point, there's been marquee.
1: Yeah. So far, only one marquee. And I, you know what? I really should get into the game and do that marquee. I haven't done it. I didn't do it last night before I went to bed simply because I saw that it lasted six days this time when they're normally like 24 hours. But I'm almost afraid to not get it done tonight. And then tomorrow they're like, oh, those dates were a mistake. The event's gone.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, don't risk it. But
1: every time I look at those dates, I'm like, really? This marquee still has five it's days weird. on it? That they can't used to be never
2: right. do this. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. That's annoying. All right. Not annoying, but it's just weird. It's giving me weird, awkward thoughts on this marquee. Anyways, Cara Dune is currently going. Started on April 23rd and lasts to the 29th. Interesting enough, Grief Karga is coming, and he comes on April 27th. So his marquee overlaps with Caradoons by two days, and his goes to May 3rd. And then, more overlapping, April 30th to May 6th is the Mandalorian's marquee of it.
2: Ooh, I like it.
1: All three of which are in the game, all three of which really... The the art department, let's give it up. They've knocked out the looks on these characters. Uh, I I they do
2: look- have to say, um, Kara Dune actually really looks like, um, God, why am I drawing a blank on her name? Uh,
1: I don't remember her name either because in my head, Jenna Corona
2: there you go, like, really looks like her. So, yeah, pretty crazy. Um, so we got kits for these three characters. Um, what what do you think? we want to run down these real quick?
1: Uh, let me finish the update. There was one thing I wanted to mention oh, okay. that I find funny. There was a bug fix that's going to help me out that I didn't even know existed.
2: Oh.
1: It fixed a bug with Hyena Bomber's Chatter where it would fail to gain taunt when summoned Vulture Droid allies fall below 50% health. And I was I read that bug fix and I thought to myself, I have always felt like hyena bomber as a tank didn't tank enough. It was never taunting enough. So when I saw this bug fix, I I've noticed since the update that he is taunting way more than he used to. Which is good and bad because I use Houndstooth in Arena simply for the fact that if they take out my Hyena Bomber, I'm completely exposed because they vulture, summon vulture droids are like C-3PO and Hoda. If you take out the the ships that are actually real, the, whole, the rest of them will all just disappear. Right. Like, I've lost battles where four vulture droids disappear and the battle ends because they just took out one ship, so Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing how this bug fix changes my win rate if they're focusing down Hyena Bomber more now that he's taunting more. you know, what I, I, mean?
2: I have noticed that it's a little bit more frustrating to deal with. Um, not considerably, but seems to have made a difference, I think.
1: Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I just thought that was an interesting... For me, at least, that was an interesting bug I didn't even know existed. But I could tell the reasoning why the bug was there so yeah and then there were packs so that's the last part of the update bunch of packs always with the packs
2: cool go
1: packs gotta make that money go packs no no packs go (laughs) no no. i'm cutting it i am i cannot believe yes i cannot believe that i just said that (laughs) Uh, i'm glad i said packs and not pack
2: I, i can i can cut it out don't worry (laughs) Uh, that's that's gonna be a cut yeah i
1: oh no
2: yeah i'm sorry you Uh, you baited me i i i did didn't i that worked out nicely um all
1: right well now that i'm embarrassed about that all right yeah let's go over some kits uh why don't we start with kara because she is uh the one that's out now
2: okay We will start with uh, Mrs. Cara Dune, who is uh, pretty good. Um, I'll do this kit and then you do grief. Sound good?
1: Sounds good to me.
2: All right. She is Cara Dune. She's, of course, light side. She is a tank rebel and scoundrel. And she's a scoundrel rebel tank who gains benefits when being led by either one, which is cool. Basic ability is Barroom Brawler. Final text, steal physical damage target enemy. If there is a scoundrel ally in the leader slot, Cara Dune gains stealth until the end of her next turn. If there is a rebel in the allies, uh, if there is a rebel ally in the leader slot, Uh, Kara loses stealth and gains taunt for two turns so she her basic does two different things depending on who the leader is and if you don't have one of those leaders it's just physical damage so that's kind of cool her first special is called improved strategy cooldown of two turns final text cardoon gains potency up for one turn and then deals physical damage to all enemies and removes 50% of their turn meter Enemy Huge. empires are stunned for one turn. Unique one, infiltrator. While stealth, Cardoon has 100% critical chance and 50% plus 50% critical damage. When Cardoon loses taunt, she gains stealth for one turn at the start of her next turn. Unique two, ex-rebel shock trooper. Final text: This is the Zeta ability. Cara Dune gains critical hit immunity for two turns and plus 100% turn meter whenever an Empire ally is defeated and half that amount for non-Empire enemies. If Cara Dune has potency up when she is defeated, she is revived with 50% of her max health and gains potency up for one turn. It's kind of crazy
1: that her revive is tied to a buff that she can only get for one turn at a time
2: but now, she granted gets it for this, every other turn
1: i would say the special is only a two turn cooldown so that that is very helpful there at least yeah i love this unique it's very uh old character kit it's pretty simple but, well i mean like you got the uh getting Turn meter on enemy deaths is something I think of about a lot with old characters. Yeah. Like think of Maul, what made Maul really good in the early parts of this game, being able to AOE and kill at least one person and then he goes again and AOEs and kills another person and goes again. I used to love doing that in Galactic War.
2: Well, one thing I find interesting about this kit is we know that they are planning up for Empire Strikes Back for the month of May. And this kit fits in pretty nicely with that, with the you know the Empire synergy, um, or anti-Empire synergy, I should say. There will probably be some reworks, maybe some new characters from the Empire. So she's probably going to have a little bit more versatility than we thought, not to mention Emperor Palpatine who has been getting relic up quite a bit. I think she has a lot of potential. I like the fact that she can synergize with a lot of different teams. The 100% turn meter is pretty cool. And in that uh, Marquee event, one thing that I found pretty interesting is that AoE stun plus the 50% turn meter removal is just freaking awesome. And the thing I like about this is... so I'm, I'm going to reread her special one. Caradune gains Potency up for one turn, and then deals physical damage to all enemies and removes 50% of their turn meter. So she on top of her base potency, she has 50% potency whenever she does this so long as she doesn't have buff immunity. So this gives a really good opportunity to remove some turn meter. I like the way they stack that in there um, and mixed in the potency up with her kit. Very cool. But 50% turn meter reduction is kind of crazy. Um, That is a really, really big swing, you know, in a match. Um, Especially when we're talking like Grand Arena. If it's like a, you know, third tier Empire team, you know, removing 50% of their turn meter can save you so many hits and allow you to work a team down. Um, I really like this. uh, Really like this ability. And, you know, the the turn meter works against anyone, but the Empire enemies are stunned for one turn. So, you know, they actually lose like a turn and a half almost. So, pretty awesome.
1: I think one of the other cool things about her is the way they've managed to uh, turn her into a tank for rebels and a damage dealer for scoundrels. Yes. And work that into the kit. Because if she's, if you look at her basic, right, if there's a scoundrel ally in the leader slot, Karagoond, dune gains stealth until the end of her next turn if there's a rebel ally in the leader slot gara dune loses stealth and gains taunt for two turns
2: and so, then when she loses taunt she gains stealth so the self yes Kank's exactly still there even with the rebels it just works a little bit different
1: yes exactly so she's and then if you look at her unique while stealth, Caradoon has 100% crit chance and 50% critical damage. If she's stealth that often under Scoundrels, that ups that damage factor for her with Scoundrels. So it makes her a better damage dealer with Scoundrels than she is with Rebels while still doing damage uh, 50% of the time probably under uh, when she's not taunting with right. Rebels. So I really like the way that they work this kit to be kind of a dual threat while still being a tank roll. Um, and like we mentioned in, in chat, everyone's talking about, she doesn't hit super hard, but for a tank character hitting 15 to 20 K on a basic, I'd say is, is a win, at least a win considering where we've been in the past with basic abilities.
2: And to me, she seems more like a support character with that, uh, with that special ability and her unique, like. There's so much turn meter gain, so much turn meter removal. Um, it's a very, mm-hmm. very cool kit.
1: Someone mentioned her speed. I want to throw it out there. Her speed? I no idea what her speed at gear is. thirteen is one seventy seven.
2: Okay, it's, it's respectable.
1: It's pretty good. I think that the base. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Where's the? Where's the? Where do you find the? Top characters. That's not it. I'm kind of I'm trying to figure out where she falls on as far as speed goes. Man, I'm this is what happens when I'm only ever on Swaga during yeah. the podcast. All right, here you go. Uh Cara Dune at 177 speed is in the top. I don't know. I, I can't I'm not going to count these out, but I'd say she's in the top 30 for speed. And the highest you can get is 190 with TIE Fighter Pilot. So 177 is a really good gear 13 speed.
2: Yeah. Yep. No complaints about it. All right. So let's go ahead and move on to uh, Grief. Why don't you tell us about that guy?
1: All right. Grief Cargood. This is the interesting one. We talked about him last week. They said they kind of wanted him to be a leader for bounty hunters. Um, also, while also being a support role that there aren't a lot of support bounty hunters, so... Excuse me. Grief carga Alignment Light. That makes him the first light side bounty hunter because he's also light side support leader, bounty hunter,
2: scoundrel. Nope. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because cardune isn't a bounty hunter.
1: Nope, she is a scoundrel rebel. Kind of and Interesting. I've seen some... Well, I mean, like, in the TV show, she was never a bounty hunter. Well, I mean, she yeah, turned into one I by mean, the last episode, I think. Yeah, that's, or no, she yeah, kind of just was... She kind of was just... His, that's fair. Agreed to be his enforcer, not really a bounty hunter, I don't think, on that last episode. I'll have to rewatch that last episode, because yeah. it seemed like when he walked off with him, she was agreeing to, like, be his muscle. That's, that's but, fair.
2: And I, I kind of think, you know, it seems like bounty hunters are basically, like, actual, like profession bounty hunters, not people who, you know, may hunt a bounty or something.
1: What scoundrel lead do you put her with? What scoundrel leads are there? The only Um, one that immediately pops to mind is Kira, because I don't think there are any others. Or any others that are worth a damn.
2: Okay, so scoundrel leaders, there's wow, there's actually quite a few. You have Stormtrooper Han. You have... Newt Gunray is a scoundrel. Um, is a scoundrel. Django, Both but, Um
1: But none of those leaders would benefit her.
2: Why wouldn't they?
1: Because she's not a bounty hunter. So any of those bounty hunter lead abilities aren't really going to do much since she's not a bounty hunter.
2: Well, Boba Fett is like a universal okay, Boba damage Fett, right, but, the,
1: but he's not really a scoundrel. Okay, so he is a scoundrel. I'm talking synergy-wise, directly to scoundrels. Well... That can work for anyone, so it, it doesn't matter if it's Kara Dune or not. No, Hull. I
2: know, but I, I think there, are As far as you know-
1: scoundrel leaders that are synergy with scoundrels, Kira, D- D- Kira, Kira is the only one that directly gives her benefits to scoundrels. That's what I was trying to get at. Okay. That's what I was saying. But there are a lot of scoundrels with leader abilities. A lot of those scoundrels don't help scoundrels or are directly to bounty hunters and not scoundrels. But, yeah, I get what you're saying. Lando is another one that's very I universal, right?
2: So I actually think she could be kind of interesting with Newt Gunray just because she gets the stealth thing, too, which generally whenever you put, you know... uh light side characters they don't get the stealth that you generally get from uh you know Dooku so you could have like a nest in there or something and then put her with them and then you have the turn meter reduction so wherever you're removing turn meter with that team that gets that speeds Newt up essentially um I think she could be kind of interesting with Newt if you're short on characters to run under him that you know
1: in GAC for some crappy teams in the back zones, I usually turn to newt if I run out of teams. So that is definitely a interesting call there. But back to grief. We'll go back to grief. Uh, He's a bounty hunter support that provides recovery and assist calls. Uh, For each of these characters, there was was a dev insight. I didn't, I only wrote something down for Mandalorian from the Dev Insights because I thought it was. I wonder if that came through the podcast or if you even heard it, because my. It's so, so off the rails, it's ridiculous. But my my throat just made a sound like a cat would if it's mad at you while I was talking
2: like that hiss. sound. So I don't.
1: <laughs> like, oh, so i it was weird. Sorry, anyways, detour.
2: I have a funny story.
1: <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll keep going off the st- so we'll keep going.
2: Yeah, uh, so the cat <laughs> that we now have that lives in the house and stuff, uh, Soldier Female got it this ball that's like furry with jingles and stuff. And mm-hmm. we'd never heard the cat hiss, but we got that ball, and that ball is like cocaine to that cat. I don't understand. Does it have catnip we- in it? I I don't know, it's got something We call it, yeah, we call it the demon ball Because it, the cat becomes (laughs) possessed when it gets a hold of it And so like, we'll grab it and take it from it And it'll hiss, that's the only time we've ever heard it hiss but it's like this really subtle hiss. It is hilarious. Um, <laughs> it cracks us up every time it happens. We'll do it just to piss it off, and it's it's really really funny because it's so small, it's a little kitten. It's like getting pissed over you trying to take its ball. It's balls. just mad. It's, yeah, it's it's cute and funny. But uh, anyway, that made me think of that. So yeah. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: So grief carga. Let me get myself back on track here. Um, yeah, bounty hunter support that provides recovery and assist calls. So, like I said, there's dev insights on this. Um, in the dev insights, this basically, people were calling out the fact that he's a light side, and if anyone was neutral, he should be neutral. And they're like, well, we're not going to make a dark side and a light side version of grief. And we felt like at in his story arc in Mandalorian, by the end, he's standing next to Mando as a a semi-good guy, so he's a light side so he is the first light side bounty hunter, like I said, uh moving into his abilities. basic dual shot. deal physical damage to target enemy twice and inflict days. oh my, you know how I love that days for two turns, two turns. all allies with payouts active recover five percent health and protection. so he's got a basic ability that will bring back your health and protection
2: and the and days yeah. The the one thing I'm really curious about, so he d- does damage twice. This is kind of similar to Han in the way he does stagger. Um, I kind of wonder what hit he inflicts days on. Is that after the second hit? Or before the second hit? Because that actually does matter. You know, there are some characters that, you know, may gain turn meter in situations. Whenever they get hit. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, or counter or something. So, I'm kind of curious what the uh um order of operations are on that
1: i feel like they've talked about this type of thing before but i can't remember what the answer was but that's a good question uh special one bring them in cold cool down a six if you watch the developer insight here's the fun here's the thing I can bring you in warm or I can bring you in cold was a Mandalorian quote. So the fact that it's on grief Carga's kit is weird to me, but bring them in cold is the name of a special final text with a Zeta dispel all buffs on target enemy, which can't be evaded. Then call all other bounty hunter allies to assist allies with payouts active deal 30% more damage. If the enemy is defeated by this ability, Bounder Hunt allies gain offense up, defense penetration up, crit chance up, crit damage up, and health steal up for three turns. That's pretty massive. The whole ability is massive. First off, you're getting an unavailable dispel. uh, And then they're all doing more damage if they have their payouts. All All five of them doing more damage means more chance to kill the other team or the other guy. Yep. And then once you do, you get this like old bin bomb of buffs on every one of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's crazy. That's a good ability. It's a cooldown of six though. It yes. is a pretty massive cooldown. And for a for an mass uh what do we call these? The mass mass attack. Yeah, mass attack that is a pretty high cooldown compared to others, but it's a good ability. So and you can use it at least once in the battle because it doesn't start on cooldown. So there's right. that. Uh special 2 sweeten the deal, cooldown of 5. Uh dispel all debuffs on bounty hunter allies. So he's got a he's got to dispel buffs on enemy and an enemy and dispel all debuffs on all Bounty Hunter allies, so very big utility. Basically everything you want from a support. All Bounty Hunter allies gain Retribution for two turns and recover 25% health and protection. Doubled if they have their payout active, so 50% health and protection. Allies with payouts active gain Tenacity up for two turns and 50% turn meter. Cool down a five on this one, but a massive turn meter gain, Tenacity up and a health Health and protection. 50% that's health and protection awesome. if they got their payouts. Another really good... I mean, as a, as far as supports go, you couldn't ask for much more out of them.
2: No. Got everything.
1: And that's before Unique's and uh, the leader ability. So his leader ability. Loyalty pays. Final text. Allied bounty hunters gain 30% max protection. Whenever an allied bounty hunter gains a buff, they recover 5% protection. When grief is in the leader slot and not the ally slot, the following contract is active. Attack out of turn 20 times. Only bounty hunter allies can contribute to this contract. So let's think real quick. Who attacks out of turn on bounty hunters? Um, I th- And do you count multi-attacks as out of turn?
2: Yes. Multi-attacks are out of so,
1: turn. There are a lot of bounty hunters that multi-attack. Yep. For example, uh, Cad Bane is one. Yep. You've got uh, Boba Fett. dengar calls yes. assist. Boss yep. calls mass assist. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for that, Joker. Appreciate that. Yeah, so there's a lot of chances to finish off this contract. Uh, reward. All bounty hunter allies have their payouts activated... And gain 20% crit chance and offense. So not a bad reward. Right. Crit chance and offense. Pretty good. Uh, unique, boss of the guild. Final text. At the start of the encounter, grief gains stealth for two turns. So you cannot you cannot uh, focus on grief at the start of the turn or battle. Each time a bounty hunter earns their payout. Allied bounty hunters cooldowns are reduced by one, and Grief also gains the following bonuses. 10% counter chance, crit avoidance, and max health stacking.
2: That's pretty gnarly.
1: So Um, don't doesn't everyone gain their payout at the same time? For the most part? Yes. I mean there might be some leader abilities that do not. But you got to think at this point that that would be 50% counter, 50% crit avoidance, and 50% max health. Yep. Not, not to minus minus 5 cooldown on everything for everyone. Which might be why there's such a high cooldown on his abilities, because if you use them both before payouts are activated, they'd instantly become usable again.
2: Yep. Uh, Force of Arrow brings up a good point. Enemy bounty hunters also, because it says each time any bounty hunter... Not ally, but Annie. So um
1: he No that's another interesting point there.
2: That's a little bit of anti bounty hunter synergy. Um so sure wherever that happens, allied bounty hunters cooldowns are reduced. So um that that's kind of a nice boost. Oh you God. Know, you get a benefit from the opposing bounty hunter team uh getting their payout in a way.
1: Zara in chat with one we totally forgot about. Greedo, who can infinitely attack out of turn.
2: Those aren't... Well, I guess... I I think it only counts as one succession. So if he gets called in to assist, I think each attack uh, is not like an additional out-of-turn attack. It counts as one attack, I do believe. Interesting. could be wrong. Let me know if somebody knows of something different, but <laughs> I think that's the way most of that stuff generally works.
0: All right but so then brief...
2: it, I, I don't know though, but in the in the raid, like um you know, with the stacks of or bonds of weakness, like Han solo counterattacking and doing uh, I'm not sure.
1: Hmm. That's I'm excited question. to play with this character yeah. to find out these things. Yes. Because if you can get that if you can get that payout that quickly and get all these extra bonuses, you're going to be in a good shape. For sure. Uh Grief Cargus Payout. Final text. Whenever Grief receives rewards from a contract, he also gains the following payout. Grief dispels all debuffs on Bounty Hunter allies and he recovers 100% health and protection. Grief gains stealth for one turn at the end of each of his turns. So that's his payout. He's stealthed constantly. He's going to be just as annoying as Dengar. Whenever Grief becomes inflicted with a debuff, his cooldowns are reduced by one. Also another reason why his cooldowns are probably so high.
2: Yeah. So Yep. That is true. Um this is a really cool kit. Uh I I I like it a lot. It is very, very Bosque like. There's it's a a lot of this is stolen directly from Bosque. Um it's going
1: to be annoying even if he's not in the uh, the leader slot even if he's on the team under a bosk these two together are going to be
2: so the a only pain. difference between you know him and bosk leader ability is that bosk leader ability gives more total protection it recovers health and it has other stuff um like his Grief's leader ability doesn't have anything that Bosk's doesn't have, except Bosk's just has way more. But the contract and the reward are, in fact, different. And I I think Bosk's is better, actually, Um, which is kind of odd. Um, Let me see. I'm going to try to find his uh, real quick. So his contract is deal damage to the weakest enemy ten times. Car- Griefs is attack out of turn twenty times, and then uh, uh with boss I find- bounty hunters game plus fifty percent. Sorry, plus fifty speed for rest of the bounty battle. Um, I feel like okay.
1: So here's my thoughts on. I think Bosk is a better offense leader, and I think Grief is a better defense leader. And here's what- why. Why Bosk. Because to have the computer target the lowest or the weakest player to get your payout on defense with the AI, I don't think it prioritizes that. I think it'd be easier to get 20 out-of-turn attacks under grief quicker than getting the payout on defense for clicking or hitting the weakest ally or weakest enemy. That I I agree
2: with. I still don't think that makes his leader better. I would so prefer, no, well, even on defense. Um, I, I don't, well, as think far as that's payout goes, I think defense wise, you'll get it. Yes, easier.
1: Whether that makes no it question, better, we'll no question
2: out. about it. Yes, 100%. So that, that is kind of nice, but yeah, pretty interesting kit, a little bit creative. A lot of, I, I like that. Uh, recovery on basic thing like that screams offensive team in grand arena so i do like that um, a lot of potential you know if you wanted to use him as a bounty hunter i mean bounty hunters are becoming a massive faction very quickly and there's just so many ideas uh you can kind of get the characters you like and you will find somewhere to use them so i like that
1: and they've always been just a really fun team in general, no doubt. C- adding to them just continues to make them fun. Totally agree. There's a reason that I have them reliced on my alt account. Yeah, because I'm like bounty hunters are fun. I'm gonna relic them for sure. So, all right, let's go move on to uh, Mandalorian.
2: All righty, the Mandalorian is of course light side. He is an attacker, bounty hunter, scoundrel, and a leader. Described as a powerful Mandalorian bounty hunter who relies on critical hits to overwhelm his enemies. Basic is called Swift Shot. Final text.
1: Before we get into this, I want to say something. Okay. I've actually... And this doesn't have... I guess it kind of has something to do with who the character is. But I read this kit and I'm like... I want him in my bounty hunter team. I would... I won't end up spending money, but if I were to think about spending money again, I might think about maxing him out. This character.
2: Okay. That's... he
1: This kit is, seems that good to me.
2: Okay. Um, this is the first time I'm actually reading over the whole kit, so we will see what I think at the end <laughs> oh, of it. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're in for a treat. Yeah.
1: Digging um, it. I'm digging it.
2: All right. Final text. Deal physical damage target enemy and gain critical chance up for two turns on a critical hit. Grant another random bounty hunter ally critical chance up for two turns who does not already have it. Special one is Transpierce. Three turn cooldown. Final attack. Deal physical damage target enemy and call another target bounty hunter ally to assist. Then the Mandalorian and the assisting ally gain critical damage up for two turns.
1: Not to mention, if you have grief in the team, or in the leader slot, there's another way to get out of turn attacks.
2: Yes, that's true. Uh, his leader ability is called Asset Acquisition, uh, Final tax. All scoundrel allies have plus 20 speed, plus 35% tenacity, and plus 35% critical chance. Whenever the Mandalorian is in the leader slot and not the ally slot, the following contract is active. Contract. While buffed, score critical hits against enemies 20 times. Only bounty hunters can contribute. Critical hits? Is that the easiest?
1: Is that the easiest
2: payout there is? It's pretty easy. Um, Four AOEs could do it if you have high enough crit chance. Um, yeah. and with those mass assists, whoo, um, reward for the rest of battle. All bounty hunter allies have their payouts activated and gain the following. while a bounty hunter ally is attacking. They have plus 20% offense and health seal for each buffed ally. So all five buffed allies, a lot of buffs and bounty events. hunters. Yep. A lot of buffs and bounty
1: hunters.
2: That, that's kind of an interesting so. mechanic. It's, uh, you know, it's a rewarded leader ability that does kind of change depending on how the team's going. Um his first unique not is... to mention that well, I
1: was gonna say plus all the stats you get from that leader, 20 speed, tenacity, and crit chance. Yep. I mean you're gonna be critting like crazy and his 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 so think of it this way his contract is wall buffed, score crit hits. His basic ability grants crit chance to him. And another bounty hunter. Mm -hmm. So, and then on the if he's in the leader slot, you're getting crit chance. Well, that would be the only way to get the contract anyway. But you're getting plus thirty crit chance already from the leader ability. So the odds of you critting are very high. The odds of you being buffed are very high. That payout is going to happen very quickly, and then you're getting all that offense and health steal for sure. I wouldn't say it's the best leader ability, but I'd say it's a pretty easy one to get, and it yep. is still good.
2: Very solid. Um, his first unique is Discipline Bounty Hunter. This is a Zeta ability. Each time the Mandalorian scores a critical hit, he gains 30% turn meter, and all other Bounty Hunter allies gain half that amount.
1: This is a massive unique. You haven't even finished it. Sorry.
2: At the start of of the encounter, the Mandalorian has Bounty Hunter's resolve until he is defeated. I love it. I love it. I love it. Bounty Hunter's resolve is absolutely fantastic.
1: And that's not even the good part of this to me. That first sentence where I cut you off is the main part of this that I love. And by the way, his payout is the one that I love the most about this character, but you'll get there. Yes. Each time the Mandalorian scores a crit hit, he gains 30% turn meter and other Bounty Hunter allies gain Half that amount.
2: And that's, that's anytime a lot he's of called turn in meter. as an assist. This creates a lot of potential for using a fast character that has a mass attack to use this character to boost turn meter to get other people going. It's kind of a catalyst to if you want to build a turn it'll, meter style team.
1: It'll boost him and then it boosts the entire team as long as he's critting. So yep. make sure you he's going to crit and you're good to go. I. Love this turn meter manipulation has been one of our favorite things on this show for a very long time. This that unique is awesome,
2: yes, no doubt. Um, and now for my favorite part the payout, the Mandalorian payout. Uh, file tax whenever the Mandalorian receives a reward from contract, he also gains the following payout payout, grant the Mandalorian plus 50% critical damage and the special ability disintegrate until the end of battle. Disintegrate. While the Mandalorian has crit chance up or critical damage up, this ability instantly defeats target enemy, which cannot be evaded. Enemies defeated by this ability cannot be revived. Each time Mandalorian scores a critical hit while buffed, uh, reduce the cooldown of this ability by one. Man, there is a (laughs) the synergy here is awesome.
1: Hello, instant kill. So Uh, this is exactly I think we talked about this last week that we were we knew he was going to have his long gun, and if it's going to disintegrate at someone, it should do that instantly. And we had that
2: question about the Galactic Legends because they have that uh, insta kill preventer built in prevention.
1: Yeah, and here we are with an ability. That goes right into what we were talking about, where we'll, more characters might end up with that. And here it
2: is. It's I love huge. it. Um, all right. So we might as well read the uh, Disintegrate ability. Um, or did I do that already? Uh, you read the definition oh, from the right. payout,
1: but this is the actual ability.
2: The cooldown is eight. While the Mandalorian has crit chance up or crit damage up, this ability instantly defeats target enemy, which can't be evaded. Enemies defeated by this ability cannot be revived. Each time Mandalorian scores critical hit while buffed, reduce this by one. Um, So the, uh, let's see, the inability to be revived was not mentioned previously, which is Awesome. Yeah, I feel like.
1: So each time the Mandalorian scores a crit hit wall buffed, reduce the cooldown of his ability by one. I feel like he definitely needs to be with Bosk and Grief. To be those mass assists or anyone that can call him in to continue to bring that uh, cooldown down. Because you don't want to wait. Obviously, you don't want to wait eight turns uh, to get this ability. Right. So you want him to be called as much as possible.
2: And fast payout becomes really important because this is his Oh yeah, payout. no doubt.
1: But I mean it what a what a huge payout that is, right? I feel he gets if I were to buy this character, I'd want grief with him. Let's say that. Yeah. And then I'd have to buy two characters, which is why I won't buy him. But I love this kit. I also love griefs. I mean, these two are going to Massively changed bounty hunters in a good way.
2: I love the crit stuff going on. The the turn meter gain and just there's so much going on here. It's awesome. Yep.
1: And then we've noticed a we've noticed a trend, bounty hunters resolve going to uh Mandalorian armored characters.
2: Yeah. Yep. For sure, and this is like the early episodes of Mandalorian before he gets the best car. And uh, I was about to say, spoiler. That was...
1: Sorry, I keep interrupting you.
2: Oh, you're fine. Um, th- so that means that we will be getting another Mandalorian at some point. Like that was okay. So that was the main. Like I said
1: earlier, I only wrote down one thing in the notes from the Dev Insights, and that was on the Mandalorian which was his kit draws from chapters one and two of the Mandalorian, which was before he obtains his full set of Beskar armor. So expect another Mandalorian with a full Beskar set.
2: Yep. And maybe a summoning a little green guy or something or a standalone. Nope.
1: Yeah. See, I almost feel like what's going on here. Let me fix this, um, I almost expect a legendary event for for this character or for yeah for Mandalorian's new form,
2: so I've been thinking that you know um the child would be like a standalone character, but a lot of people have been talking about him like being part of the Mandalorian. It would be kinda cool if they use that summon ability again where using the Mandalorian does bring in the child and, like, the child can't be defeated or anything like that. All it does is kind of hang out and heal and, you know, buff everybody. That would be super cool.
1: Yep. I, I t- The possibilities are endless. Now, with everything else that's going on in this game, I can still get excited for characters. And these ones... I... I, I I feel like Cara Dune has something to do with the the Empire Strikes Back reworks coming next month because I just don't feel like her kit is on par with the other two. And maybe that's just the way it is. Maybe they just wanted to make her a decent character that's okay and we haven't seen her full potential yet ourselves until we figure out where she needs to be used. So maybe nothing will happen with her, but with all the Empire Strikes Back stuff next month, I think she'll have a bigger place when we get to that but as far as Mandalorian and Grief Karga go those are some really awesome kits as far as bounty hunters
2: go Yep, I agree so alright let's go ahead and move on to the next thing hey boys do you have any tips for us less experienced players
1: so uh, I got a very big Big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip.
2: (laughs) All righty. This is... It is now time for the Q&A cover. So,
1: I'm having some trouble over here. First, I try to scoot my chair back so I can stand up. Hits the green screen. Uh Uh-oh. Problem number one. So then I, like, go to stand up to fix the green screen. And I step on the cord to my headset and rip it out of my ears. Well done. <laughs> you
2: should probably charge those since these uh, Blue I, Design satellite headphones do have Bluetooth. Don't you have a wire coming out of yours? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say minor charge. Oh, okay. See, my I'm, problem I'm, I'm this, telling you how to prevent it.
1: Okay, so this is the biggest problem with my new PC. It doesn't have a Bluetooth card. Ew.
0: So, And I haven't
1: bought one yet because I really, really miss my bluetooth wireless on my headphones when i had my apple computer i love this computer more than my apple because of what it can do but man i miss not having to be plugged into the pc
2: i can imagine so yeah
1: good times all right so we're going to the qa there's not a lot to not a lot to digest here that's good (laughs) yeah but i've written some things down so i'll go try to go through them quickly because i just really don't want to talk about them that much we'll we'll start with live pvp live pvp is not on the roadmap right now conversation about it is not dead but a ways out if ever to come everyone that's freaking out about this i understand you want it here's my thoughts i don't care (laughs) (laughs)
2: I'm the same way. This is never been something I cared about. Don't care about
1: it now. The fact that they're not planning on it doesn't hurt my feelings.
2: I I just don't understand like I don't understand why that would be so great. I mean, it'd be kind of cool, but eh, I don't know. I just, man, I'm not into it.
1: I've played live PvP. It's it could be fun, but honestly, it's never been a thought in my mind that I really want this right now. Yeah. Um this is more of one I wrote in here for you just to see what your thought your personal um uh, experiences with it were. Galactic Legends Kylo Tier Six. Monitoring they were monitor monitoring the win rate as there are complaints that compared to Rays, it is much harder and a loss of tickets is defeating since they take days to acquire saying tier 6 doesn't is a lot harder than the on the race side now you um, failed on the ultimate is that tier 6
2: yes those here. i didn't mean to throw throw your business twice now i didn't mean Um, to throw
1: your business out there but i'm gonna uh, have
2: to check out some strategies or something and use the special ability i've kind of just been going in there and trying to slash my way through it which you cannot do you actually do have to be pretty strategic with it so i'm gonna do a little bit more research and stuff before i attempt it tomorrow um i've been i've i've attempted it today and yesterday i believe um i'm doing a lot of refreshes though but um i think that's what
1: most people's complaints is is that with ray you can just go in and do it without even worrying about it and they're having issues with or the kylo guys are having issues going in and trying to just complete it
2: and I think it's primarily the special ability that you need to make sure you use properly and you'll probably be fine. Um, I haven't even used it once, which is probably stupid. I should do that and read um it, Well, see what it okay.
1: Does. I'm going to go in here and read this thing that they... This random thing they posted last week. Um, okay. I'm going to put it on the screen here for everybody. But there was a random post last week titled Tier 6 of Supreme Leader Kylo Ren's event. Hi, Table heroes. We've been watching the data on GLs and observed some players struggling with completing tier 6 of Supreme Leader Kylo Ren's event. We will be adding the following hint to the tier. Increase Supreme Leader Kylo Ren's mastery in order to overwhelm his opponents. The granted ability that's an order can be used to provide him with additional turns and prevent him from being defeated for a short time. Most players are using squads with the right amount of power, but possibly a weaker combination of characters than we expected. We also suggest experimenting with team comps that can funnel Kylo extra turns and protect him while he ramps mastery. We hope these hints help you complete your journey in Galactic Legends, and we will continue to be closely review the data around win rates and team comps. That was a week ago. And then they got the question in the QA. So this is obviously something that's been going on. Right. And... In the QA, they also mentioned to use that special ability often. Yeah. So, interesting yep. enough that uh they people are having a harder I, time on the Kylo side.
2: I do believe good old Maurice, a uh, friend over at Operation Metaverse, uh, did a little breakdown on what to do. So I may have to go check that out before I attempt it again. Um, so if you're struggling gotcha. with it, go check that out as well. Um, no doubt. But yeah. All right. So they. I put this
1: in here cuz I the wording if anything like I said after the state of the galaxy any tidbit or any type of small information whether it leads to something or not because we've gotten so many things in this QA that have been negated by this own QA here man I I keep needing the burp but trying to talk through it sorry <laughs> for that um anyways something was said in this answer uh that kind of Perked my ears. Um, So, someone was talking about expanded guild involvement, talking about extra challenges for guilds during the week and things like that. And they said, We discussed it. We're actively working on shoring up solo play in the short term, but we've got an eye towards how to expand group play in the future. Okay. We've been talking about Horde and Tower Mode or some kind of daily event for us to play that only involves us, right?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And they literally just said in this answer that right now they're working on solo play in the short term with eyes to expand to group play in the future. My ears perked up. I'm like, okay, okay. If you're working on solo play, what in the world is this new solo thing that's that you're working on? Yeah, do you get? I mean, that's I put that in quotes because that's literally what they said. Those are their words. I solo play in the short term. To me, says in the next four months, there's something for you to play by yourself, and that. That makes this content curmudgeon as my Discord name says uh, pretty happy.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You seem super stoked.
2: I mean whenever they start actually putting out content in the game then I'll start caring about what it is they're actively working to try to do until we get something I don't care. Um
1: yeah, I don't I I would really like to not see the worm on the hook from the murky water. I would like it in my mouth, please. Put the hook in my mouth with the worm and then we'll be in a good spot. Right. But this is this is the worm off in the water that I'm swimming towards. Yeah. Um no rose or Phasma reworks planned. Um I didn't expect one. I'm kind of surprised people thought they would get one. Rose is one of the newest Resistance characters besides the two new ones from the movie and the Galactic Legends, so I did not see her getting a rework. Phasma, I didn't expect a Phasma rework, but we're not getting one. So there you go. Another point of contention for people on the internet. No sandbox mode is coming. To which I reply, good. Focus on playable things that I get rewarded for getting. I yes. don't care about Sandbox. 100%. Mode. I, feel, me, I feel like you and me are on the opposite side of the fence of all these people that are complaining about this QA. I don't care about live PvP. I don't nope. care about a sandbox mode. Nope. I, I tell you what. Destiny, for the longest it's a waste time... waste of time. Destiny, for the longest time, everybody wanted uh, manual games, PvP games that you could play. It's a good mode. Basically, you can go in, set up your own game, invite your friends, and you can play it the same way you used to with Halo and all these games where you could set up LAN parties and fight your own battles. It makes sense. It's a great mode. It's something people play. It's not something I'm gonna play every day. I might play it once a month, two times, three times a month. That's yeah. about it. If they're going to put their energy into something, I don't want sandbox mode. Hundred percent. I'm sorry. Give to everyone us out there
2: actually playable sandbox name. Sandbox mode would not be rewarding. It's not fun. It's just, yeah, it would let you endlessly go in there and battle against various oh. team comps. I'm... it Okay. I, throw, just, I don't care. It
1: does help content creators to test things. Sure. But, honestly, yeah. I can find other places that are more... What's the word? More practical to test things then that because that is a mode where you set the perfect conditions to do it that's never going to help you in the quote unquote real world when you get into the other modes where you're playing it the not in a sandbox you know what i mean yeah no. so it's whatever i i sandbox mode okay whatever this next one is the one that kind of bugs me so I will say I'm on the fin- I'm on on the same page as a lot of people with the next one. But where's the raid that was talked about and mentioned in for quarter one of Swugga in 2020? We were so, doing initial. Okay, so sorry. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. Go. No. Go ahead. I I didn't realize. you were about to I'll read, s- the quote. read the quote.
1: I'll read the quote and then you can uh, say your comment. This is the direct quote from the QA. We were doing initial development on one last year but we've paused work on it for the moment. We've been working on something that we think will have a wider impact on the overall player base that we'll discuss in more detail in next month's road ahead. I see things I like and see things I don't like and see things that are said there that make the things I don't like. Okay. Okay.
2: God help me if they don't discuss it more in the month of May in a freaking oh, road ahead. Oh, yeah. oh I'm with if you If they don't,
1: they've said it. Oh. They've literally said it
2: right there. It's on their
1: forum. Pitchforks they,
2: and torches. I, I shit you not. One ninety
1: 190, episode one ninety four. The quote directly from the forum is in our notes. If they if they edit the post on the forum, I still Wait. have the direct yep. quote. Here it is. They said. In detail, next month, road ahead, talking about something that will go over for the entire player base.
2: Yes, we'll see what happens. It's we'll see because they better deliver on something. I'm fine with them cutting a raid. I don't think we need another raid. Raids get eight; they get outdated very quickly. They're fun for a couple months, and then the shit's done, and you're just experimenting. See how fast you can beat it. We need an actual game mode that continues to be challenging it sounds like that's what they're trying to do I hope that's what they're trying to do it needs to be something that you are progressively working towards that that can change that can become more difficult um, I'm not that big of a fan of raids like they're fine uh, you know, um, hearing you talk so I, was, I am kind of mad that there's not a raid coming
1: but here's the as you talk and I think about the things I've thought over the last month with the raid If a raid come out, it would probably be harder than LightSide GOTB, which would instantly make it not fun for me. Yeah. So the fact that it's being pushed back for something that would benefit the wider array of the player base, I'm okay with that. And here's the other part to this that people don't seem to want to focus on or talk about. Right there in their wording, the direct quote, we've paused work on it for the moment. Nowhere in their wording or what they said did they say, we have thrown that idea out. We are not doing it.
2: They should. They should scrap it.
1: (laughs) There will still be raids that come out. Guaranteed. The raids will never go away. But for everyone that's mad that this raid didn't come out or isn't coming out in the next whenever, they've paused it for the moment. It's still something that is worked on, has been tested, internally by them mm-hmm. it's something they have the framework for it does not mean it's gone forever it just means they're not doing it now okay i hate to defend non-content from them but the only way the, as a the guy that wants content the only thing i can glean positive out of that post is that it's just paused and not being worked on for the moment
2: so this is one of those things that it's either extremely positive if they deliver or it's incredibly disappointing. But I mean, I know that's kind of obvious that that's one of those two, but I think it's the extremes that are big because a raid would have been fine for a couple of months. But it like, would even not scratch the itch. <laughs> right. <laughs> the consciousness. It it's it's the same thing, just reskinned and something new that makes it more difficult and it, it it does kind of get monotonous and kind of annoying. Um, and it's kind of like that way with territory battle, but I feel like with the territory battle, they did a pretty decent job at making it still pretty strategic and difficult. I mean, um, I, uh, God, I hope they do something that really allows you to use more characters in your roster. They've had some great ideas in the past. Um, I have there have no, been some have game no, modes that were good. They ended up getting scrapped. We've seen some stuff from them that have a lot of potential. That kind of tells us that they have some good ideas. The question is, how do how do you implement it? Um, and I know the thing that we talk about all the time is like, um, is like a horde mode. Or, you know, tower type thing, which, God, that w- I feel <laughs> like that would be freaking awesome. Because it's so scalable, you could change it, you could do it with Rebels, you could do it with Sith, you could, you know, you could change it up. You could have, Horde Monday could be Sith and Ewok yeah. Horde Day, and then the next day could be Empire, the next day could be Rebels. Like, th- there's a lot of potential with doing something like that.
1: Yeah, no doubt you could put you could put any type of restrictions on there you want to make it fun for certain days. Like there's so many yes. things you could do. I I Is it weird that I I'm almost hopeful for the fact that they've said coming in the road ahead next in two different answers to two different questions they said we're not doing a raid and we'll be letting you know about this content next in the road ahead next month. And then in another one, they said they're working on solo uh, solo content. To make me believe, this is what's going to set me up for failure, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> I feel like next month in the road ahead, I'm going to hear something about that daily solo content that I want.
2: God, I freaking hope so. I'd I be- really hope
1: that that comes true, but I feel like that's what we've been set up for in this QA, which actually makes me hopeful as far as everyone else that is upset about this QA now I won't say you're wrong to be upset about this QA because there was not there's plenty to be upset
2: about. about not I I ain't gonna tell you to not be upset about this QA that's totally fine
1: um let's see new new daily content will require gear 13 Jawas though Zara that's fine if it's mm-hmm. only one day of the week <laughs> or one day of the nice. month you know yeah um Moving on, Legendary and Hero's Journey events are not done. Galactic Legends wasn't the only thing they're doing now. So I do think it interesting that when they answered that question about Galactic Legends being the only new content that they come out with, no one even mentioned Epic Confrontations. So maybe we've seen the end of Epic
2: Confrontations, but they did mention that. Epic Confrontations are horrible. I hate. They're terrible. I mean, I liked... The events themselves. I like are fine. the events. Themselves. The farming from five to seven is the f- BS.
1: What once you unlock them is the garbage part.
2: Horrible! It is the fact so that horrible. anything you worked it that is hard to get, you
1: had to then use seventy thousand get one tokens the, to get to seven so stars. Is I terrible. know a
2: lot of a lot of people bitch about the Galactic Legends. I get that's fine. I will take the Galactic Legends setup. And the way those events are done and the requirements, I will take that all day and twice on Sunday over Epic Confrontations. The Epic Confrontations are too freaking gated on, you know, just not spending currency you're getting from stuff and seeing and waiting to see if something comes out. At least with the freaking Galactic Legends. You can control how fast you farm them. You can do more refreshes. You know, you can spin that currency to gear characters and have more characters that you can use. I, I feel like I'm alone on island, but I actually like the setup of Galactic Legends. I think it's a great idea. The restrictions are quite high. I don't disagree.
0: So you are on an
2: island because, of the but universe. they could. The no, entrance requirements
1: are terrible. But here, here's n-
2: the thing. They could take that and they could make events. They could make a epic confrontation type thing that is more like a galactic legend where, you know, it it's requires like maybe some gear 13 characters, not so, so many Relic seven or something. Uh, but they could do that instead of the freaking needing all the get uh, currency to get the character up that that's so much better i i just i don't see an argument otherwise honestly i'm gonna throw this out there too
1: if they don't change anything about galactic legends eight months from now if they introduce more of them those requirements to get them might be a lot easier to get at that point than they are right now yeah now granted they might just scale it higher for the next one and make it even more annoying, but right now, if they were to introduce one 8 months from now after all the other new content that they put out and other ways to get the pieces and gear you need to get those characters up to that level, Galactic Legends might not feel so bad later on in the game.
2: So, yeah. For sure. Uh um People
1: wanted a Princess Leia portrait. They said it is coming soon with a trademark on the soon. So,
2: yay! If you
1: are excited about that, there it is. Content. Ah, this is <laughs> content not my alley, man. This freaking section is tiny, and I pulled my teeth to try to find something.
2: This is good stuff, though. I'm actually super excited about this.
1: So, first off, they're working on new
2: top divisions. Thank for Thank general- God
1: for Grand Arena Championships.
2: Yes needs it It desperately needs it um what is it now is it three and a half millions d1 or is it four and a half i think it's four and a half i think once you hit four and a half million correct me in chat if i'm wrong uh once you go over that hump you are in division one and when the top people in the game are at seven million galactic that's a massive difference I like the way the bottom divisions are set up better, where it's a little bit tighter. But you still need a lot of people in there to make it worthwhile. Um, but the best thing about separating divisions, creating new top divisions, that actually results in a lot more rewards for everybody, especially the people that are getting split up. Um, you know, if you're taking half people in one division, half people in another division, everybody's rewards do get better um, on average, at least. You know, people that are competitive, Uh, if you're listening to this show, you're probably going to fall in that category, I would think. So, the fact that that's, in a way, increasing rewards, I am very, very excited about. Um, Other Grand Arena stuff, they're working on expanding the number of fleet defenses. This is not surprising. Um, This fits right in with Holdo and Hux's capital ship because they said they weren't meant to be meta. They were meant to be an extra fleet for things like Territory War. Um, and they obviously didn't say GAC. Well, they did say GAC, but with, you know, knowing that this is kind of their plan, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I suspect it will be tied in with those new top divisions. Uh, once you get those new top divisions, there will probably be two fleets on defense that you have to set and then also defeat. Which doubles, you know, the fleets that are required. So you're gonna have to be a little bit more strategic about planning those out, which I actually kind of like. Um, Force you go back to using Thrawn and Tarkin and give them some usability in the game because many people right now just don't have much use for like a Tarkin or Thrawn or any of those capital ships. So the, you know, it's it's going to. expand... Band the ships that you want to upgrade. So um, I think that's probably part of why they're doing this. Obviously, is to incentivize you to upgrade more pilots. But I think this is a great move. I love it. But said no other plans other than that for three uh, v three or five v five. What do you think about that, GMP?
1: I think that I don't want more fleets in GAC, but that's just me yeah I'm good with one. I don't want two nodes I don't like it but it it does add more you're gonna i'm gonna have to think a lot harder about what I'm doing uh if I have to set two fleet defenses instead of two one you know what I mean yeah and I do like the idea of new divisions. I think it'll be much more interesting as far as uh it'll keep me out of the top division. So I don't know if that helps me as far as rewards go, but I do think at this point at the top, there's probably more of a, uh, separation that needs to be made as far as, so what did you say that the, the cap was to get in division one, uh, four and a half. I say 4.5. So So,
2: four and a half all the way to seven. That is a massive gap. I was going to say seven
1: is the top now, which is, or, even higher than seven on some people, I think. Uh, th- it's a massive gap. They need to split th- the division to one the top of probably
2: the- into three divisions.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Have have it like four and a half to five and a quarter or five and a half, five and a half on up to probably six and a half. Basically, every million, I think, is probably a pretty good way to do it. But you could do 750K, create three more divisions, Um you know, it would make people a lot more... Because comp- you pretty much only play people in your division, uh, so most people you're playing are in the division you would probably be in anyway, but um, yeah, I like it.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting. It is kind of sad to... As a guy that really liked 3v3 when it came out, it is kind of sad to me to, to know that 3v3 and 5v5 is the only options we're going to have, at least for the foreseeable future. That's okay with me. Um but...
2: We don't even get three enough, honestly. Like, yeah, it's I, I been a wish while. they would split it up between weeks. Like, let a GA be 5v5 inside then 3v3. of one, yeah. I mean, 5v5, 5v5 I'm fancy, just three
1: v3, and 3v3. then 5v5 with ships again, or something like that.
0: Yeah,
2: it'd be
1: interesting. I, I did see someone point out an idea of 6v6 with two leaders. I don't know what the coding for that would look like. Right. I think that would be super fun to try. I just feel like it's a lot of work for them to make that something that could actually happen.
2: Well, we already have these are that things in that, PvE stuff. We have those ally slots, so they kind of know how to ally work slots. two leader abilities yeah. together. So that wouldn't be that, that difficult. Just be kind of uh, just implementing it, the text already there basically.
1: Yeah, I, I would love to see some new types, but obviously we're not going to going to for a while, but hopefully that changes in the, not the near future, but in the future, uh, no plans to tune light side, GOTB after seeing data on player progressions in the mode, uh, did not see them doing anything despite waiting for data. So we're not going to see any changes to that. I mean, that's that's just going to be the ultimate. It's going to be the ultimate, in-game PvE for a while so uh, I'm okay with that
2: that makes me ask how'd you do this LSTB
1: I think I wound up with 15 combat waves which is the highest I've ever had I don't think I've ever been in double digits so I got 15 improving feel pretty good about that nice this also was the first one I had uh Anakin general Anakin that makes a difference yeah big difference for sure
2: yeah Um, I think I got 37 waves, uh, beat all three fleet missions, which was pretty exciting and beat the Padme special mission. Um, I effed up big time. I used shock T, um, in the Jedi mission on the final day, instead of doing the cam mission. So I was pretty pissed about that.
1: Yeah, you did. You did screw that up. Your whole guild
2: appreciates it yes concerned i'm <laughs> concerned i'm the territory battle officer um not leading by just example painful. yeah <laughs> yeah just
1: painful Yeah, all right
2: good.
1: It's, it's okay we'll forgive you uh the other one that has people in an uproar no plans to rework the galactic republic jedi why yeah. i don't understand why i guess it doesn't fit into the plan anymore okay can, I, can, can I be
2: honest um I've been using Qui-Gon Jinn lead some. It's actually, it's 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 not outdated. It's still a pretty good kid. He's just squishy at gear twelve. I, a lot of these Galactic Republic Jedi, they do need a rework. I don't I, like. I'm not trying to make that argument, but they're not that bad. They're better than a lot of this crap I see set on defense in Grand Arena. They're so much mm-hmm. better than that. So um I don't know. I think I think Jedi might be my next project. Uh take up some of these Jedi and actually make them usable like Ezra and Qui-Gon. Uh Barris I'm already working on getting very close to gear 12. Um mace mace is the one that does need a rework. Uh that's a fair point for Suero. Number um, 3 or 4. He desperately he he is he's one of the ones that's pretty bad i mean get is pretty bad um but a lot of them are pretty but good I mean, like, too
1: but i mean like mace was like the main man he's too big of pre-cause. a character to
2: be that terrible that's fair yeah
1: well i mean that was the way it was with the the grand master ne- yoda well he's never been good time. though
2: i mean at least no, like all these other characters have had moments of being good qui-gon jinn lead was yeah. meta for a while uh Grandmaster Yoda was a monster until they nerfed him and then they eventually well, Oh, I mean
1: think him. of uh think of Jedi Knight Anakin. He's had two reworks. Yeah, and exactly.
2: Yeah, it's so, I mean, awesome. Like, I think he's been awesome good the entire Jedi've, time, but
0: every
1: other yeah. one of the main huge Jedi from the movie or the prequels is good now except Mace.
2: Yeah. Like if they would just yeah. give him a rework People would quit bitching because that's all they care about. Just give us some ace rework. That's the biggest we'll one good.
1: for sure, especially since you need to gear him for his ship, his capital ship.
2: Well, you don't need you to. You don't. A lot because of people do. sucks, but that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: it's, it's another capital ship. And if we're going to four ships, capital ships needed, you might be using it. You might be. So, um, Mechanics. No plans to allow four dot mods to be sliced into five dot mods. Rest in peace to all my really good four dot mods that I still
2: Disappointing, use. Disappointing, but eh, yeah. I've got a couple I, I, with like 16 to 18 speed that I use on a lot of characters.
1: Yeah, I still use those on. I don't use them on Gear 13 characters anymore. I've moved them to my Gear 12. Well, you couldn't use them on Gear 13. You can use them on Gear 13. Yes. You, you just can. can't use Gear or 6. Anyways, Correct. the point is, it's unfortunate that it would take too much work to make that happen, and they don't think that the resources you'd need to use to make it happen are worth it. So do expect a, to see them.
2: There's a upgrade coming to mods, I bet, next quarter. There's mo- Now that Relics have been done, they haven't done anything to mods since Relics came out. I guarantee you we are getting a mod update very soon. And I suspect it will be tied in. I wouldn't be surprised if whatever this new content they're creating is, part of the rewards is mod slicing material to improve 6-dot mods and take them from 6E to 6A. And that the stat increases from there will be fairly significant and make a pretty big difference in the new content to make it easier. That's my prediction. Gotcha. Holy elephant. The um, elephant in that. the room has look entered the at chat. That. Um <laughs> All right, uh quality of life stuff. Um What wh- wh- what was this about? Oh, well they, they they did the normal
1: comment. Someone asked for Okay, so in territory wars, you can join the territory war and leave Yes, And then rejoin yep. to reset your roster in it. Mm-hmm. GAC, you join, that's it. Someone was like... Someone even offered an idea of... Well, don't make it so that we can rejoin it. Just give us a warning sign.
2: Say, hey, you're joining GAC. Dude, are you ready? A warning button would save me so much complaining on this podcast. There right? there are hours of me complaining about this stupid decision. it just... They... They decided that that is a fantastic solution.
1: And what we got from an answer is we'll make a note. No, don't
2: make a note. Just you, you put know, the we damn warning something. button in there. Come on. Uh,
1: you have to already have the note. What the hell are you talking about?
2: Mm.
0: Uh,
1: okay. Anyways, I thought that would be a, a I thought that would spin you up a little. Uh, not all gear can be used itself as, salv- as salvage. Uh, okay all right here's a rant
2: you ready for a rant okay um (laughs) they said this is due to technical limitations the technical limitations are at the bottom line of a spreadsheet somewhere that have numbers with a dollar sign in front of them this is hogwash be honest This, this, it's stuff like this that gets me on a rant and pisses me off. Just be bloody honest. Just tell us you like the way the economy is. That's perfectly fine. You don't want to add some of that stuff in there. That's perfectly fine. But don't tell us there are technical limitations that make it seem like there is something going on that you can't figure out how to code. There's some ghost in the code, which we all know is bullshit. Don't be feeding us that crap. Just be honest. Like, my God, this is this was the one thing from this Q&A that I just read and just... I I just rolled my eyes because it's so disingenuous and just just full of crap. Just tell us you like the economy. That's fine. It just don't. (laughs) And they have never had a problem with talking about the economy before. I know. That's what's crazy. It's just unbelievably stupid. I don't know if this answer was just written just because they're like, oh, this seems like a good excuse. It's not an excuse. You, you guys wanted to make some... Like, most of the stuff for relics. Half of it seems to be crap that's not really needed much. The other half seems to be crap that everybody needs. And that's fine if you want to do it that way. It's totally cool. And then you have some gear that's totally worthless because you end up with hundreds of them. And that's fine. You want to do it that way? That's cool. Just say you like the way the economy is and it's working the way you want it. Not that, oh, we can't do that because... Um, If that's what you're saying, I'm going to tell you to go learn to code because um, get with the program, man. This is just, this is ridiculous. It's, it, I just.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Obnoxious. What can you say? What do you expect? I mean, I, I, what I expect is, I don't know what I expect anymore. To be honest, I I feel like I, I expect it, I, them to I, I, avoid
2: I, questions, not flat out feed us BS. That's what this I. This is
1: okay. Uh, honest opinion. I feel like there is a different company running this game in the last eight months than the, a hundred all the yes. months before this game came out.
2: Well, hold hold on. It is so, a completely th- different have, game. There have been different eras of Swaga. The past 8 months have been frustrating as a content creator, has been frustrating as someone in the community, it has been frustrating as a player, but also as a player I've been kind of optimistic because there is like there's some actual kind of end game challenging content there's There's some moves and directions that I think are really good. Um, And I kind of think relics were the thing that started it. Prior to that, we did have a lot of communication. Like the PR was doing a better job, though down from the earlier era. You know, the first couple of years was kind of a totally different era of Swaga, And maybe it's because it was a different game. It was a simpler game. Things weren't so complicated. There weren't so many overpower ridiculous kits. It was it was just a simpler game. There was a lot more mixing and matching of characters and that sort of stuff. But as we progressed, there became that phase kind of in the middle where it felt like... I don't know. It felt kind of like a circus. And... I feel like they've kicked out the ringleaders and they're trying to make the circus a little bit more uppity and tight. Like, uh, just run a tighter ship. And we're into that phase of the game where they're trying to run a tighter ship. Some of it's good, some of it's bad. Some of it's really bad. I Just the, the PR in general, I'm not a huge fan of. I, I liked it more when the devs were communicating these Q&As or whatever. I liked yeah. it when they were on Reddit How? and... Going yeah, I was on podcast. How
1: about you? Miss Cap on Reddit, right? And how fun was he? He was great.
2: Um, I don't even know if he works there anymore. Right. It's so. I I, I kind of think that. Um. I I don't know. I kind of feel like whatever is going on, whoever's running it now, is just trying to run a tighter ship, but. I think that, while I'm not sure it's good for the community, I feel like it could be good for the game. But it hinges on one thing. It hinges entirely on one thing. Like I said, a lot of decisions they've made recently I'm pretty happy with. Um, Galactic Legends, instead of Epic Confrontations, I think that's a great idea, though they did recently have an Epic Confrontation. Um, I'm kind of hoping that's the end of that. Some might
1: call our fights epic, epic
2: ah i like it um <laughs> the new territory battles i think both the new territory battles are actually quite good i'm very happy with them very challenging you do need gear um relics were huge they were a massive game changer it simplified so much stuff and and amplified things and it gave you you know it gave you a way to really Use anyone you want. I mean, I've been using some crazy characters in my arena team, and it's fun. Like you can, like I just feel like it's it's made so many more characters usable, and that's kind of what's fun about this game is you can use characters that you like, that you enjoy, that you just want to use. And relics made that possible again. Um, And I
1: had a. uh... I had kind of a revelation this week, actually. Okay. And it involves my discontent with the game and everything that's going on. I feel like... I don't know if disingenuous is the word, but I feel like this is where we're at now. The game changer program's gone. Um, we don't have test accounts. We don't have any of this stuff. We're not getting information anymore. Back in the... I... So... I've gained a new perspective. Okay. I am in the same boat as everyone has been forever, where I don't know what's coming. And it was very easy for me in uh, in podcast chat to be very positive about the game while people were being negative about the game because I knew what was coming. But when you're, we're all in the same boat where we don't know what's coming... Yeah, It is very hard to be positive. And for anyone that thought I was annoyingly optimistic about the game back in the day, the only reason for that was because I knew what was coming. When we're in a space now where I don't have any idea what's coming or what we're going to get, Makes I totally understand the frustration of the players. I have totally understand my own frustration now as where we are with this game it just makes total sense uh, the way people react to things. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, not not all things. Obviously, I still don't understand like live PVP and sandbox mode and things like that. But uh, that'll always be the case with different people. But I, I feel for you guys. I understand if I was too optimistic in a time where you had no idea what was going on and I couldn't tell you what was going on. Well, I'm in the same boat as everyone now and it's it's not fun not knowing that something good is coming yeah you know so i don't know i think that covers uh, well that covers the qa that i want to talk about because the the longest section of the qa was sound and art and that that section was massive like that's all people wanted to talk about apparently i don't really give a flying yeah a flying uh, young anakin so there you go All right. I like it. Um, I think that's going to do it for episode 194. So let's talk about the podcast and everything you can do to help us out. Uh, First and foremost, if you're listening to this, if you're watching the live stream, we appreciate you. You guys help us out the most because why would we do this if you didn't want to hear it? So thank you for listening. Thank you for watching you guys are awesome. If you haven't heard, Wink has put up a couple or at least one new YouTube video this week about military yeah, might, uh, and he gave a tier two, uh, two tier two guide on how to get through military might. So go check that out. But uh, I have a pretty cool
2: n- video I'm working on, too, uh, regarding these assault battles. I'm hoping to get that out this week, so keep your eye out.
1: So there's more coming. So for everyone that watches our YouTube, listens to the show, watches us on Twitch, we appreciate all of you. If you appreciate what we do, uh, like I said, just watching and listening, that's all we, the main thing we can ask for. But there are other ways to support us. If you want to go to patreon.com slash shattered order, you can support us there. That's one way you can help us to continue to make this show better, uh, continue to buy the things that we need to continue moving the show forward. Uh, We appreciate all of our Patreons. That's why we like to give back to you guys at least once a month Uh, as well. On Twitch, you can use an Amazon Prime sub if you have it. You all, Everyone that, that has Amazon Prime has a free subscription on Twitch, so if you want to go and throw a free sub our way, that's another way that we get money, and it helps to support us, so we appreciate you all for that. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I want to say go to discord.me slash shatteredorder. Come join our Discord. We talk there all week about everything that goes on in this game. Uh, you get live reactions from me and Wink as long as we are not at work or busy. We are always there. And if we are busy, guess what? There's over a thousand people there hanging out and talking. So you're always going to have find someone there to talk to about this game. That so go true. check that out. And if you're not a Discord person, the order at gmail.com is our email. We both get those emails. And if you want to talk to us there, you can find us there as well. One last thing. I know I'm boring you, Wink. But I, I don't think... It, I would be remiss if I did not mention... Blue Microphones, the sponsor of this show. They've helped us out in so many ways. Uh, we got these awesome microphones right here. You can see it on the Mm -hmm. stream. These awesome headphones. All the stuff that we use to make our audio podcasts sound amazing comes from Blue Microphones. If you are interested in podcasting, YouTubing, streaming, or just gaming with your friends with a high-quality microphone or headphones, go check out Blue Microphones. They have awesome stuff. And they are a great company. And we appreciate them. So as far as that goes, Wink, do you have anything else you want to say?
2: Um, I think that next week we need to do a Patreon Q&A. So if you are a Patreon subscriber, make sure you go to Discord, our Discord channel. And in the Patreon Q&A, put some questions. And we will work on those next week. Um, So... Next week when we record, will, I do believe be the day before my birthday. So, I think yep. next week when we get to that Q&A, things might get a little squirrely. I'm going to do some drinking next week. So, um that, our feedback <laughs> on the Q&A has been that you know, y'all want a little we bit haven't more of the cup and we don't <laughs> drink enough. So, so um s- Man, ask so anything you want. It'll get shots. Yeah, shots,
1: shots, 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 shots. All exactly. right. Got it.
2: <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> All right. To everyone out there that's watching on Twitch, to everyone out there that's listening to the audio podcast, we will see you again next week for episode 195 on our March to
0: 200. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Later.